0: This episode of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Allstate. Yep, that's right. You're in good hands with Ben Sayer, Sayer Financial Services. Uh, be covered when uh, mayhem strikes. Home and auto coverage with Sayer Financial Services. Allstate, 732-449-4433. Check them out. Get a quote. Get on it. Mayhem happens. Be covered. And who else, Christine?
1: Conti fit dot. You heard it right, everybody, contifit.com, the best in personal training, in coaching, running, in your overall health. You want to feel better, you want to move, functional fitness, and coming at you, let's face it together, trademarked facial fitness and rehabilitation program, looking better, feeling better, and uh, it's time to make some great changes for you, contifit.com.
0: Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with High Five Health and Fitness. And uh, really, when was the last time you sat down and talked to somebody about your health and where you are right now and where there is areas that can be improved and what needs to be done to feel better? Uh, and that's what we do. So uh, check it out, Health and highfivehealthandfitness.com.
1: It is Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are Where It's. At you know where it's at today, Brian? Yeah, the hundred and first New Jersey Aford convention in Long Branch, New Jersey. What? This this is what?
0: this has really become like one of the funnest days of the year. Oh my gosh! Uh, I want to do more. It's a three day event. Um, We go in usually just for the a day.
1: Last year we did the hundredth anniversary, so you can go back and take a look at that show and giving the teachers, um, the physical education teachers, and
0: the phys ed and health educators from the state of New Jersey, giving them a voice. They all come together for the convention. They do uh, they do you know professional development. Uh, There's all sorts of seminars and activities and things going. It's so fun. There's vendors everywhere. You know all the people that have products that can be useful in the in the health and phys ed uh, you know world uh, coming into schools. Uh, we had some really fantastic conversations.
1: You know uh, what? it was cool? Last year we were there and everyone – like we were kind of like a – it was like
0: – What is this? What is
1: this? Like kind of like a freak show. Like everyone's like, hmm, <laughs> what's that? What do they have? They, uh, hmm. Posters? And there was, they'd walk by slowly and, and look us up and down and then we'd say hi and they'd like <laughs> freak out and be like, no, no, we're not interested. And And this year – People were, I mean, literally, Brian, I think I had to stop us because I'm like, hold up, I need like a five second break. Because we one after another.
0: We podcasted for like, you know, hours straight. Yeah. It was great. And, and you know, in between, there's the conversations that happen after. It was it was a lot. It was it was a it's great, fantastic. busy, long day. I uh, they had this year, which was really neat. They had a social media lounge, mm. which is where people were coming up. They had like the uh, New Jersey A for backdrop where people can take po- po- pictures, and they had all sorts of signs that they can hold. You'll up. You'll see our and... pictures of us sitting in like king and queen chairs. So I hijacked <laughs> these like totally cushion, you know, to- like big upholstered yeah. chairs to sit in for you the like show. Royalty. It's and great. then we had two of them for the guests. I I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to set this up. It looks natural. Yeah, it does. Uh, you know, here we are like we're in somebody's living room. You know, if That's I great. if I only had like a, I don't think a a, a pipe and a smoking jacket would have mm-hmm. been appropriate at the New Jersey a Yeah. Uh, yeah yep. Well, all right. However,
1: <laughs> we have some amazing people that, um, we had a couple guests that actually are repeat guests. Right. Um, if you seriously, if you go back and listen to that, but it's amazing. Um, What you're going to hear is we actually did get um, Miss Judy Lobianco, who is a friend of our show, who was the president of Shape America, which is a pretty big deal. That's like the national level of um, health and PE teachers. And they have a national convention each year setting national standards um, for teachers. They're very at the cutting edge of what should be going on with social and emotional learning. So she actually is a New Jer- She's from New Jersey, and she, she's the former president of Shape yeah, America. Has now retired, the, right? And now she's running the New Jersey effort because she just can't keep her hands to herself, and she's just that good. Amazing.
0: What she's running is a new program that Shape America yes. has out, which is mm-hmm. very exciting, and it's and it's called Health Moves Minds. Uh, health moves minds is a program that you're going to be hearing a lot about from your kids coming home from school. And if you're an educator, you're going to see that in schools a lot. Um, it is a, it is going to be, um, uh, shape America's new program that, Mm -hmm. that is going to be like their yearly program. We actually speak with Michelle Carter, who's amazing. She was, you know, she's the, uh, the leader of of of, of it from shape America itself. She's from down in Virginia. Uh, and you know, we, we have, um, we have an episode of just just them speaking about this program. Really excited about that, and then we got the boots on the ground. We heard from uh, um, you know some of the teachers that are, have rolled this program out. You know that are kind of on you know they're more or less the, the you know not the guinea pigs, but they're on the cutting edge mm-hmm. of this program here. And uh, you know, so you'll hear a lot about it. It was a the theme of of the yes. of the of the convention. We go there and we are, you know we want to know what they are saying. We don't have an agenda. We want them to speak what the, about their. Programs What's and, working? What what do they need help and, with? And this was just again and again and again and again, and it came up. So uh, much love to Judy, who was the convention manager, mm-hmm. uh, Judy Lobianco. John uh, Russo. John Russo, again, amazing. He runs uh, New Jersey AFERD, um, you know, dated every day. Yep. Convention's three days, but he's on it every day. It's his, You know, that's what he does. And then... Uh, all the amazing stories, people connecting with the kids, um, you know, in the communities, different communities in New Jersey. It's a very diverse state. Wait till you hear. We got on the show a little insight
1: into the Little League World Series. Amazing.
0: That's like, that it, was like.
1: Wait w- till you hear this heartwarming story. Right. And people that are working with, you know, children to be inclusive with disabilities. We had another group talk about um, really the emotional importance of you know, dealing with stress and bringing in service dogs, right? I mean, it's very powerful to sit there and, you know, they were doing a certification for people to identify signs of suicide risks. I mean, the, the power that teachers have and not just, you know, you, I get it. I was a classroom teacher, but you're making, but I also coached and it was those students over the years that, you know, the decade of coaching, those are the students that I made the most connections with. And it wasn't because I didn't care about my classroom teachers. But when you actually physically are working with people, you're making those emotional connections, that that physical touch of even a high five, that is what you remember for the rest of your life. That's it. And, you know, I, I ask everyone to sit back and think about, you know, your phys ed teachers, think about your coaches, and think about the impact that they may have made on your life. And that is who we're trying to bring a voice to. And, again, we have children in the school systems right now. And what are they up to? What are they doing? They, and it's I, I tell amazing. You, I've
0: said this on the air before. My, my kids' phys ed teacher, and you'll hear this because I mentioned it in the show, they're heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, they, are, they run the school. And it's amazing, and, and you know, they know they, every and they, kid's name, and they are they are life's heroes, you know, to a, to, to to a kid, and, and all teachers are right. My my kids have fantastic mm-hmm. teachers, and my wife, and she works, you know, she's an educator. She's working with all these fantastic human beings that do this every day, day in and day out. Uh, I think that there's a special, definitely a special connection that the PE teachers get. And I think that a lot of it is stuff we talk about too is just that activity and the brain and how it works when it's working, um, you know, and how the body and blood pumping and, and everything gets these kids ready to learn and how important it is and how dedicated and passionate they are about their trade. Um, they're you know they 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 craftsmen through and through so and craftsmen and women I suppose mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so really interesting interesting uh, conversations um, you know definitely bits and pieces we interviewed as many people as we can so when I put them together and we edit them it definitely is uh, you know it doesn't it doesn't flow as well as some of the other shows but we uh, we make it work. All right, editing skills on point with this one, um, and, and Brad uh, is
1: back. If you uh, remember him from oh, last year, oh
0: man, what a highlight! Holy jeez, he's gotta, pretty amazing. I got to get him to young, post the uh, picture. Did you see him do teacher. double Dutch? I did. <laughs> it's amazing. What a star! All right, so with fur- without further ado, that's what we're doing right now. We right. were are, we were adoing. <laughs> without further ado. <laughs> Uh, Let's get to this—the 101st New Jersey uh, Aford Convention, Long Branch, New Jersey. Here we go.
1: It is Christine Conti. And uh, I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are to Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. You know where we're at, Brian. Yeah, I do. Why don't you tell us? We're on location at the hundred and first New Jersey Aford Convention. That's right. It's like P E 101. You hear all the noise, hear all the chaos in the back. I'm so excited because we are here to give a voice to our physical education, teachers, um, everyone that is in just a place where they can affect positive change on our future generations and, and really help. And we want to hear what's working and what, what we need help with. And let's get that voice out to the masses once again this year and see if we can make some positive impact on this world. So
2: who are we uh, joined Mm. by today? Kim Canifemo. I teach at the first uh, cerebral palsy of New Jersey. I've taught in the public school for nine years, and I've also taught now at my school for multiply disabled students from ages 3 to 21, and I've been now there for 12 years. I also have my own son who has a disability, who has cerebral palsy, who is here with me today. Joey, say hi. Hi. Hi.
3: Hey, Joey. And Joey and
2: I will be presenting later on mobility and orientation. So we're going to teach people about how to get around in the wheelchairs through physical education and life skills. So that's our big thing: is being able to do your life skills once you graduate, like even just getting out of the bathroom or or getting onto a toilet. <laughs> believe it yeah, or not, absolutely, <laughs> and stuff. So, so, but we we're we have a little catchphrases. We have take the label. Take the label. I uh, put the able into the. Uh, take the able out of the label. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And we also have. Yep. Disable the label. We also have instead of impossible, we change it to I'm possible. So we have a lot of a uh, bunch of different kind of uh, catchphrases, and all. But our main thing is for just like for Joey in cerebral palsy, just say hi, come up, say hi. Ask us what we're doing. Joey, jo- he plays three Olympic sports and all. You know, he what, what's does you, What sports do you play, else. Joey? Joey, what do you play? Baseball. Okay. You play what? Bachi? No, arty. Well, in the Special
4: Olympics. I I not play Aussie. All right, but tell us
2: what you play, Bachi?
4: Bachi,
3: ball. Bowling? Uh, and
2: track and field? I clip. Bowling. (laughs) We have our special Olympics tournament next week. Awesome. And also we're going off to the... uh, I play track and field too. Right. (laughs) But our main goal for here is to show everybody that we have abilities. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, right. We might be in a wheelchair, a walker. We might walk with a limp. Uh, We might have learning disabilities, autism. But we are capable of doing so much. We might do it at a slower pace. We might do it with extra equipment. We might do it with really funky looking stuff, mm-hmm. but we get the job done.
0: A, f- a good friend of mine, long time a friend of mine, he's been on the podcast. A fellow named Greg Hanna is uh, is has created a program at Villanova University. Mm-hmm. Level, it's called Level. It's got the V in the middle for the, right. uh, for Villanova, and it's LEVEL the playing Actually, field.
2: Actually, my son goes to Villanova. <gasps> he
0: does, you do, yeah. Okay, no, you, Joey's, uh, oh, Joey's twin uh, brother. He's so
2: graduating from Villanova Engineering in May. <gasps> Greg, is, and he was in charge of the Special Olympics up there with Greg. Mm-hmm.
0: Greg's an amazing guy, yep. and he's a good, and an old friend yes. of mine. So, you have to listen. We had him on the podcast. We had uh, we had uh, like he stayed with us for an hour and a half. We just talked everything yep. level in Villanova. Beautiful, amazing.
2: Yeah, they do an amazing job up in Villanova. We spend every year up there since the four years. Jared was in sh- one of the me- one of the main uh, people up there with the uh, students this year. So very cool. proud of them.
0: That's awesome.
2: And all now this is Beth. She also
5: teaches in a school like mine. Beth,
0: how do you do? Uh,
5: how do you do? Nice to be here. Uh, my name is Beth Ruder. I work for Cerebral Palsy of North Jersey, which is now Pillar Care Continuum. We just changed our name. Main reason being that when you think of cerebral palsy, that's not the only um, students that we work with. So it's uh, we work with a broad, very broad range from three to 21. We have two schools. Um, Elementary school is 3 to 14, and then the high school is 14 to 21, and we're in Livingston, New Jersey. So I work with in adaptive phys ed for the last 15 years, did early intervention before that, and just as Kim said, we just need our kids to be seen and heard. It's sure. really important, and we run our schools just like a high school. So we have prom, and we have all the, all the experiences that... Give them all the experiences that they possibly can have while they're here because the adult world is very different when they leave at 21, and it's scary for parents, and it's probably more scary for parents because there's not as many opportunities after they leave. (laughs) (laughs) So we have prom, and we have dances, and we have sports teams, and Kim and I play each other's school, and Ann Austin is here also from Sautel in Montclair, and we play them in basketball, so she will say hello. Here we
3: go. Pass the mic. Thanks, Hello. Joey. How's everybody doing? Every- doing uh, well. My name's Ann Austin. My name's Ann Austin. There you go, Ann. And I teach at Sawtell Learning Center in Montclair, New Jersey. Been doing that about 30 years, and it's a school. Kids with autism, ages 3 to 21. They're not as much physically challenged as mentally. And I guess the thing, coming here, they don't have a lot. Mm -hmm. They don't have many workshops about autism, how to motivate these kids. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time, and it's kind of sad that because they need it. And also we need more funding to get more equipment, to find more creative sensory things that that catch their eye. Um, I also have a basketball team, which I play Beth, my, (laughs) my son. Uh, bought the uniforms for that. My son's Miles Austin. Okay. He came out of Monmouth. Oh, nice. And
0: no Miles so, well. Except yeah. he played for the Cowboys. Can we do anything yeah, about that? But he just coached the 49ers. Okay. All so right. We That's We have a foundation
3: awesome. that helps high school kids also, the Austin Family Foundation. Okay. Where we uh, teach kids to make better decisions. You don't have to follow the crowd to be cool, you know? I love so, it. So, yeah. And Miles brings in high school kids there. And they do workshops. It'll be at Monmouth University this year. Really cool. uh, Let me ask you this. And let me
0: ask you this to to all of you guys. How does exercise help with what you're doing with the kids?
2: It's all about neurons. That's right. All right. So if you take the brain neurons, all right, and especially with kids who have disabilities where their gray matter was affected, we need to reteach the brain as to what they weren't doing. All right, so it doesn't mean that we can't do it. It means we have to rearrange how we're doing it so we can reteach it and refocusing and actually continuing to keep doing it over and over. So it became like I, I know the autism population uses the puzzle. Yes. But I like to use the puzzle with cerebral palsy because that gray matter is missing those puzzle pieces. Right. So therapy and doing things in physical th- uh, education. Fills in those puzzle pieces, and all, so we can do all the things that we're set out to do. And it's all about the neurons, that's
0: all right? right?
2: Going into our brain and working them out. And all. Um, And let's see what else. That's
0: I. It's fantastic. It's a perfect answer, and that's exactly yeah, what I, I knew mean, you were if going to say. But that's out
2: there. Wants to follow me on Twitter? I'm on Adapt PE Kim, and we talk a lot about adaptive PE. Uh, we have a whole phys ed um, curriculum. Um, that's out there, and I'm on Facebook for PE Central, so come on out. When you ever on the conferences, look up the teachers because we have a lot to tell you.
0: I love it. Right? Perfect. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. You and, are uh, uh,
1: doing amazing work, and please keep moving. Keep doing it. And we're back at it, 101st New Jersey, A 3rd Convention. I don't even think we said Long Branch, New Jersey. That's where we are. Ocean Place Resort. Beautiful day. It's amazing. And uh, we got another two amazing guests.
0: Return guests in one of them.
1: Yeah. I can't wait. Cannot (laughs) wait. So um, let's have us introduce ourselves.
6: Carlos Rego, Elizabeth, Public Schools, School 19, Woodrow Wilson, (laughs) 20-something years plus. And y'all remember him from last year? That's
7: right. Rock star. Carlos That's is a right. legend. It's rock. It. Jersey Shore legend. Jersey Shore <laughs> legend. <Carlos. laughs> and you? Uh, my name is Jairo Labrador. I am a health and PE teacher in Elizabeth, uh, 13 years now, uh, From immigrant from Colombia. Awesome. He's how long the man. You, How have you been here? Uh, in here, the country. Oh, in the country? Well, <laughs> they just let me in again. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, oh, my gosh. No, no. Uh, about 37 years now. Awesome. Thirty-seven yeah. years. Yeah, you know, migrated mm-hmm. to Elizabeth, and uh, they haven't let me leave. Nice. Columbia was wild thirty-seven years ago. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And that's the reason we left. Came in on one of those cargo ships. I watched Narcos. <laughs> Much better now, though. <laughs> okay, I watched no, too. You know what? I've heard that. Oh, no, uh, nice. Yeah, amazing tourism and everything is really going on. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, tell us what's going on in
7: Elizabeth, PE. Well, uh down here presenting uh tomorrow Tuesday at 2 uh 2:30 2 p.m. uh at Monmouth 2 uh presenting a uh baseball lesson. Uh I guess because I was the uh coach for the Little League World Series team New Jersey. Uh-huh. So uh you know, yeah, gonna, that's right. Yeah. So
0: let's get into that. So you went to Williamsport last year. Tell, tell us the story. Tell us the, to give, give us the details on that.
7: Well, I mean, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we, we were privileged to represent uh, the state of New Jersey and uh, m- more than the state of New Jersey, the city of Elizabeth. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was a journey that started when these kids were five, six years old and they put in a lot of work and had goals and dreams. And uh, we, uh, you know, became one of the uh, made it happen, made it happen. First team ever from uh you know, Elizabeth or and the first team ever from Union County too. So, you know, proud proud of that. Usually it's a South Jersey thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and they and they um you know, it's it's quite a run. We've had some teams locally like right where we live is the Toms River team, so the Beast of the East and all that stuff. I mean that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um they're a little younger than we are, but but you know, it takes on a crazy life, right? Yeah. And everybody, it seems, you know, has like these little things that become like their key, or they're like their little things that they're known for, right? What was the one that you guys are known for? Well,
7: we're known for the Jersey Shake, the Jersey Shake, Jersey Shake, shirts,
6: uh, hats, Jersey Shake,
7: Jersey Shake. I mean, and, and it's kind of crazy how the Jersey Shake came about, uh especially Carlos that's here. You know, Carlos is a, uh, you know, he's. He's a, I'm a shaker. He's a shaker, but he used to be a fist bumper. Okay, right? so the Jersey Shore is uh, known for their fist bumping at in the nightclubs, <laughs> and up. DJs, we're so proud. So, <laughs> and, and,
0: our and, mothers are so proud. I grew up. I grew up down the street from DJs. They're
7: all go. from Elizabeth in there. All right, no one's from Belmar so, in
3: there. Let's be honest. <laughs> that's, that's
7: true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, but uh, so uh, our kids would get to second base and uh, get a big hit, and they'd kind of uh, shake their hips. Uh, very Latino style. More of a like uh, merengue bachata type of move and uh you know when they asked us what what that is, you know, we would say, Well, you know, we're representing the north and Elizabeth and uh mostly a Latino culture so they have the uh fist bump in South Jersey and uh up where we're from we got the Jersey Shake. So it kinda took on uh it's a life of its own.
6: And here I thought it was part of our gym class routine in reference to warming up <laughs> yeah we do the jersey shake and then we go into our activities <laughs> hey it all starts
7: somewhere man that's right uh, that's uh, right they're, they're shaking well that's the thing you know it's, it's it's ingrained in them they're they're shaking and they're they're, they're gyrating those hips from an early age uh, when we have warm-up music in our gyms we play uh you know the, the the bachata hits and the the merengue hits and the reggaeton hits and as soon as that happens uh, we don't need to teach them the Jersey Shake; it's just automatic. You can't not dance to that stuff. <laughs> yeah. it's it takes over your body,
1: and it makes you—it makes you happy, it makes right. you smile,
7: without a doubt. And a there doubt.
1: you go. There's your health and there's your uh, you know health uh-huh. and wellness in with that PE. Oh, uh-huh. 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 you know? absolutely.
7: It's it's a warm up. You you put on that music, you just step back, and it takes over your body. So so we have. Uh, a good friend of the show brian price who's uh, who's the
0: leader of the Pocino school of leadership at seton hall university he 's an amazing dude He's a lifelong friend of mine he has this uh, Facebook page where you know it 's just him and everything's sports so we get like those feel good um, moments from sports and all like whether it 's the guy giving the kid a jersey or whatever it is or just like the feel good stuff out of sports the stuff that really makes us going and you know what did uh, this m- you know, you guys going to Williamsport and you guys doing everything that you did. What impact did it have on your community?
6: If I may, the one thing that caught my eye while I followed the experience that he presented to the city, Elizabeth, was when he, after every game on national TV, ESPN, he would go out there and he would iterate how important it was. Family first, and then, and then the sports with the kids was second. And that was that hit home, and that was something that that I'll stay stay with me for, for a long time. Well,
7: thank you, Carlos. I, I mean, you know these uh, these, these are kids that um, not not require, but uh, you know, they, they, we're we're built on on, on love and uh, and you know, kind of that family unit and. You know, I, we've had them like I said; they were five, six years old, so they became an extension of our, our the coaching family, which not just myself, the other two coaches, Lua Ponte, Sal Garcia, but you know, like the past, pre, I mean, like the previous Little League teams that, or all Little League teams that go this far. You know, it, it takes a community, it takes it's a culture, and uh, you know, we're, we're, again, going back to that Latino, it's a uh, you know they always say, why are you hugging and kissing all your kids? Well. We're big huggers and kissers. You know, yeah, so that you know, when I come into a house, I'm, if I come into your house, I'll probably kiss you when we're done here with this podcast. <laughs> okay, you a hug and a kiss goodbye. That's just what we are. And it's so pucker You lovers. <laughs> you're, lovers. You're, you're spreading love.
6: Yeah, Every kid, especially in the school system, the little ones starting from kindergarten, uh-huh. they come over, they want to hug a teacher. Right. And they feel good and they smile back. And that and that's the whole thing that emphasis I got from them was that those kids through the Elizabeth school systems and the training and the baseball everything you had those kids do and i think that that hugging family unity thing became such a factor in you guys developing and organizing that that successful team that you had no, well th- done
7: thank you thank you i mean it 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 um it takes it takes that trust that you know you got to build those relationship with the kids and you know the fact that they knew that we we truly care for them that we love them that give that gives us the the right to also kind of correct them and right. and yell at them when they're not acting the right way and and you build that trust and i think that's you know that goes back to teaching also where if you develop the relationships with the students uh, they begin to trust you and you know you can now be a little bit more stern and you know you just can't come in there and demand things without earning their trust and knowing that you actually care for them so I think you know the fact that I've been teaching and Carlos has been teaching for so you know you know me 13 years going on 14 and Carlos how many years you've been teaching now
6: Gee, this is my 24th going on the
7: 25th God bless. And we'll call
6: it quits after that there
7: that? you go there you go so uh <laughs> you know we know that it's all about the relationships you build and you know if you build those relationships it makes things so much easier uh when when, when that happens yeah.
6: substitute parent that's you bro you know, mm-hmm. whatever parent misses at home, sometimes we try to step up and say, hey, let me see what I can do to make that child a better, well-rounded individual yeah. And as they're growing up. Absolutely. Because, and Elizabeth, that's one thing that we lack is that dealing with uh, 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 such a diversity in reference to the the immigration aspect of it and so forth, that there's... There's cultural things and 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 routines and and just lessons in life that are missed by parents, and we try to to fill in that gap right. that might be missed. Right. So that's the one thing that that we do in Elizabeth compared to some of the other districts. And 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 you know, like like you
0: said, it's it's that relationship. Yeah. And and really what's most important in any relationship is the foundation of that relationship and what that relationship is based on. Right. And that's what you're saying. You know, you guys are leading with your heart. Absolutely. Um, and, and and that foundation of the relationship is based on that. And that's why you can, you know, ride them a little bit if they need it. You know, they understand it's coming from the best place.
7: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, and Aford and the convention, it's great. You know, we learn new techniques and new games and all that. But, um, you know, the fact is... You come into a, a district like Elizabeth, Newark, uh, Jersey City, East Orange, um, you know, you can come in with all those games. But yeah. if you don't build a relationship first, yeah, they're going to chew you up. Mm-hmm. They're going to yeah. chew you something? up. And, and and I mean, in and, 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 and Neptune and, and, you know, go down to yeah. Atlantic City, Trenton, uh, all over New Jersey. Like there's there's, there's certain things that that we uh, have as teachers that, uh, you know, where we're at in, in an urban district that um, you know, as in coaches, we would call it the X's and O's come second. Uh, well, in teaching, our X's and O's come second to building those relationships mm-hmm. where we're at because, you know, they have to trust you. They have to know that you care about them. So that's, you know, that that's what teaching in uh, in inner city, inner city urban environment. You know, if you if you got the mindset to do that, then you'll be a successful teacher. All right. Really well cool. Said well said i think I the best
1: experience i've ever had teaching was or for me i'm very blessed i got to teach in some schools that were you know heavy outside of dc ms13 really yeah. and those schools i have to say and in teaching in all different you know privileged and underprivileged and this and that and it, all of it like i think it was awesome because those kids and i will say this to this day those kids made me feel like they needed it's like you feel needed Absolutely. as a, as an educator and you never want to forget that sometimes when you know you're in a school and I think a lot of teachers get disillusioned because or they you know they're with kids that feel yeah, like right. they have a sense of entitlement and this right. and that and, and I will never forget you know kids being like you know him his banded that kid just say something mean to you and i'm like no 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 they're good they're good like, cuz i'll take care of them i'm like no, right. no like but they really look to you as like to protect you and they respect you and they they right. trust you yeah. and i think it's just such a powerful thing to go back to and we've been talking today to a lot of people that it's so simple it's the yeah. simple things that are so difficult sometimes yeah. with like you said i don't care what kind of bells and whistles you're throwing out to you know, some, yeah. some of these, you know, different demographics, like I don't care if you can give me, you know, the, the newest, most wonderful thing and, and I'm going to blow it up because I don't trust right. you and, yeah.
7: and I don't respect you. Without a doubt, without a doubt. It, <laughs> it, 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 you know, Literally. <laughs> absolutely. I agree 100%. I mean, you know, it, the, these kids, they want to know that you care for them and they're longing for someone who cares for them. Go ahead, Carlos.
6: Jar, I just want to say something before we continue move on. In reference to your kids, what's the next step? What are you guys What are you guys doing? Like, uh, what, what what what's the step with the Lily kids? Because uh-huh. so many people are always asking me when I walk the streets. Oh, you're from Lisbon, You're like Lily team. Where? The, what are the kids up now? To now uh, what? Well, right? You know?
7: <laughs> well, I mean, so what do you got going on? So we, you know, we have had a couple conversations with the boys, and and the main thing that I tried to focus and tell them is enjoy, you know, treasure that moment. Um, enjoy every aspect of it, but don't let what happened at 12 years old define the rest of your life. Um, and you know, we, we worked hard to get to that point is, you know, and ex- it's extremely rare occurrence for that to happen. Um, but again, we have to move on and, you know, they have to continue now. It's the next chapter and they have to work hard and, you know, most of them are just working even harder now because their next goal is to be a great high school athlete debt is going to lead to the next four years hopefully and the next college athlete and who knows from there we you know uh i i always say i'm going to have some uh out of those 13 boys i I envision 13 successful husbands fathers community members and 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 that's 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 a win and and there's no doubt in my mind that those 13 boys that's going to happen and and in, in teaching that's our goal also i mean it's like you know when they come back and and, and you see that some of them are teachers, some of them are, you know, especially in our town, they come back and they teach and they're police officers, they're firemen, they're civil servants. And they come back and they, and they help the community and they're doctors and, you know, and you know where they came from. Uh, like you were mentioning before in D.C., there's no feeling like seeing a kid succeed. And, uh, you know, it's that, parent, it's that parent that takes over. You love your job? Oh, uh, we, we love it. Yeah. We love it. Love it. I love the decision to, you know, to teach. Love it. Sounds like it to me. This is awesome, man. I appreciate it, and good job. Right? Thank you very you guys, much. Congratulations
0: to both of you.
6: you. Do you have anything going on in reference to uh, the- <laughs> I love you, Carlos. You're doing my <laughs> job the for best. the <laughs> best. The biography of these kids, like, are you doing
3: something now? Uh, are yeah. you in the process of doing well, something? let they're, they're actually do,
7: the the they're actually- con- Carlos, Seriously. you're the man. The, the, the Mayor's Conference of the United States is doing a uh, documentary- on our team, uh, you know, it's um, we 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 were one of those organizations that kind of uh, went up through that play ball initiative, which was uh, mostly for inner city type mm-hmm. teams because, it, you know, baseball was kind of a dying sport right. in the, uh, you know, inner in, cities. In cities. And, yeah. um, you know, we 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 were successful and now they did a they did a mini documentary and it'll be coming out. Shortly, so we're excited. What's the name of it? Um, yeah, honestly, the the name hasn't been released. It's, it's through the Mayor's Conference uh, okay. and uh, MLB Play Ball. It'll be about the Omora Troopers. So uh, if you you know look up the Omora Troopers Mayor Conference, it should be out in about a month or so. Okay, no official title yet, but a documentary will be released on these boys, and I think it's it's something everyone should you know uh, pay attention to. Again, like I said, these uh, thirteen boys are going to be extremely successful. Uh, individuals when, uh, when it comes to life promise me this when the documentary comes out you
0: come back on We'll hype it up. Absolutely. You guys tell me all about it. You know, we'll we'll go we'll watch it and uh, and you know when it's released and uh, we'll help you spread the word on it. Oh, uh, that's it's awesome. a great story, man. Thank you. And uh, we'll have you down There's some Jersey show. We'll take you to DJs. You can fist bump. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and Jersey show. <Shake. laughs>
6: can I come on too?
0: What? You, are you kidding me? <laughs> of no, you're the show. You you like you, you just do, well, you, anything you want, Carlos. Gosh. You missed your calling, right, man. Sounds
3: you, good, bro. You, <laughs> <Yeah>. Talk <laughs> show. You have, have hard hitting questions, I'm, I'm Carlos. Here, Unreal. Good stuff.
6: <laughs> Did we miss anything, Jared? Yeah. I uh, to make you sure know, we got everything.
7: Well, we're you know what? We'll follow up. I'm going to invite we'll you guys up. to the uh, to the uh, release party of the documentary. We're going to have a big event, so I'll make sure that. So you know, they maybe live? we can podcast. Maybe we can podcast there live. Oh, That'd be cool. great. Absolutely, that? that would be great. We're in. Let's do it. Wow. In absolutely. That's exciting, Elizabeth.
6: Elizabeth Troopers, Elizabeth Elmore
7: <laughs> uh, Troopers, oh, honoring, of course, uh, and I, I you fallen know, fallen trooper troopers, Thomas J. Hanratty, that's right. okay. and that's the reason we took the name the Troopers, oh. uh, and and it's and it's an honor and a privilege to uh, represent the New Jersey State Police, uh, and and uh, and again, that's something that uh, we reiterate to our boys that they're representing uh, such such an honorable organization in law enforcement, and and uh, and I think that's I think that touches home also because. You know some of the tension in the, in the years past between law enforcement and inner city, mm-hmm. but the fact that we embrace our uh, our troopers, our, our law enforcement agency, uh, I think that 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 was a home run, and, and it really taught some great value to our kids. This Did
6: team, your heart not grow three sizes? Best. Best. <laughs> best this? It's crazy how this team stands for more than just baseball, right? Right. Wow. The
1: good people, though, anything they do in life, they. I'm just saying, any yeah. good person in life, like a good role model, whatnot, mm-hmm. they may do something but that's not who they are yeah. and that's not who they stand for and and that's really i think Brian and i have learned this especially with the podcast is that you know we we bring someone on the show and it's hey maybe you you know you have you were this great coaching experience with this team but that doesn't define you like you just said with your kids yeah. it's so much more Absolutely. and i'm sure they have changed you just as much as you have changed them without a doubt without
7: a doubt they sure have that's
1: love amazing. is love
7: wow that's it amazing great stuff yeah Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for well, having it's us. It's an honor what having you. a pleasure, young. huh, we well. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> we're Carlos shaking it out of here. here. You and your agent. Right? I, you, I, I got a Carlos. This guy. No, him, he's man. good. He's like uh, Jimmy Hart. Oh man. <laughs> Tag team right now, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Craig.
6: That's it. A what are we gonna, gonna do? Quick story. <laughs> what There's a guy here. There's a guy that I played <laughs> baseball against back in in high school. He was from Livingston. His name is Darren Prince. Okay. This guy went to school to be a sports agent. Now. You know, I, I you know, keep in touch with him through Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. But this guy's Michael uh, Dennis Rodman's agent. He's uh, Magic Johnson's agent. Wow. This guy is uh, like, and you're talking about agents when you brought brought up. I'm yeah. Like, what a great yeah, it's job. It's a second career
0: be, for you. I, yeah. you know no, I'm going to consider it. Yeah, now. no, no, no. Man, you know man. what? You postpone Portugal, postpone yeah. Lavalette, oh, lava. postpone no. the Jersey oh, Shore. I, I you know you've got work I mean, to do. you got to book some gigs <laughs> for me, Carlos. Yeah. you do a great job here. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's go. Awesome. We're good. Thank you very much, guys. Thank appreciate you. it much. And keep it moving. Thank you.
1: Thank you. We are back. So exciting! Great interviews, great voices that we're hearing at the 101st New Jersey Aford Convention, and uh, we are here with another very special guest that Miss Judy LoBianco just wrapped in here,
0: like, like last like lassoed. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was quick. It was a quick kill,
1: and that was awesome. <laughs> and we're super excited to hear you. So, tell us your name, tell us what you do, and uh, why you're here.
8: Well, my name is Joanne Karamis. I'm in the Allendale School District in Bergen County, and I'm the supervisor of special services. Uh, and in our small district, I also supervise the physical education department.
0: Okay, so that's a dual role that's uh, mm-hmm. somewhat rare?
8: Yeah, also music and and <laughs> art. And so we're very small up there, about a 1,000 kids, uh, two schools, very small district, but really very committed to health and wellness.
0: Okay. So is this, a, uh, is this something, a new uh, initiative that you've taken with the health and wellness? Is this something that you've always kind of had a focus on?
8: For the last probably five years, we've had a resiliency initiative. If you know Northern Bergen County, you know that we've had some tragedies with students committing suicide. Madison Holleran was one of our students that went through our school district Okay. who took her life In several University years ago. University of Pennsylvania, track and field yep. runner. Correct. Yep. All right. And so as a result of it, our district, our board of education, really wanted to focus on preventative measures and starting as young as kindergarten and looking at resiliency and it's evolved into more health and wellness and our PE teachers combine that in their PE classes for body image, for self-awareness, for self, you know, just being a a more aware person that the, the issue of mental illness and stigma is really paramount.
0: And, and and those and those p e teachers that they see it all the time they see that self esteem they see the lack of it you know and, and it's like ground zero for all of these things um you know and, and health is health mental or, or otherwise um you know so the, it's it's just a good you know place for them to them to, to be how are you going about it?
8: Well, we've we brought our whole P.E. P- team here, you know, over the course of the next couple of days. Our curriculum coordinator as well is here. She's had Judy come into mm-hmm. our district, and she's doing training with our P.E. teachers. Um, but as the supervisor of special services, my guidance counselors, my social workers, we do lessons in the classroom. We do mindful minutes. We do yoga. We do breathing, all of that, and have been doing it for the last few years to help children as young as kindergarten be able to... Be aware of when they're feeling anxious, when they're feeling overwhelmed, and just take a break.
1: What's been the reaction from the students?
8: The students love it, and they are so in tune with how they feel. Um, it's really, really helpful. And our parents are seeing it at home. They're seeing the, um, the strategies they're learning in school being brought at home and the vocabularies being used and the, the phrases and all that. So it's really a, a community-wide um, embracing of this type of wellness training.
1: Now, how do you, do you have meetings with the parents or how, how are they, are they Again, you said the community is embracing it. Do you educate the parents, and are they receptive to this? In
8: in my role, we have parent groups for special education parents, Mm -hmm. children with disabilities, and so we run meetings with our special ed parents, and we bring in speakers. We've just, this past year, we've brought in a parent who is also doing a doctoral thesis on anxiety, and identifying anxiety in children and young adults. And, um, we partner with West Bergen, which is a very big mental health facility in, you know, in, uh, Ramsey, New Jersey. And they're talking to parents. So at back to school night, we talked about anxiety. Um, In our CPAC meetings or our special ed parent meetings, we talk about seeing the signs, and parents are seeing these things at home. So it it really is something that we felt needed to start in a kindergarten level because our high school, Northern Highlands, is very rigorous, very competitive, and kids are feeling that stress, even 6th, 7th, 8th grade. You know, what am I going to take in high school? What am I going to do? type of thing
0: as you know as someone who trains high school athletes and 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 works with them and just sees the level of intensity that everything is and like you know the, the what's riding on it with them with their education and their grades and the, and it's just a it's a grind and it's heavy it's heavy and i'm fortunate enough where i don't see them in a physical education um setting i see them in my gym and I and I can kinda remove some of that and say like, we can just enjoy this. You know, this is something that, that we can really enjoy. How are you um, using exercise and movement in addition to the you know the, the, the you know the telltale signs of anxiety and all those things, how are you using the exercise to kind of work with you in your initiative?
8: Well the interesting thing is we did on October we did two days of professional development for our staff and we brought in an art therapist to talk about dealing with anxiety and that creative process. We went to a local gym, and they did some training with all of us, uh, different types of physical education activities. But for teachers, so that teachers could learn, because you can't take care of yourself, others rather, until you've taken care of yourself. So we really had two great days where we brought in mental health professionals, physical ed, phys ed people, and um, just ways of helping teachers cope that they could then do with their kids. Right. Which was great. Which was really great. Right. That's
0: like the real grassroots, like the kindergartners and the teachers, like we got to have it kind of from all angles.
8: And the psychologist that um, works with the, the, like the parent that I said, she came and talked to teachers and then I brought her back in at night and she talked to parents and they heard the same message which I think was really very helpful.
1: This is a huge, huge, powerful message and, a, and practices that you're, these are best practices. Yeah. It would be ideal if every school in the world would invest in this. Give us an idea of how would a school go about doing something like
8: this? You have to have the support of your board and your superintendent. And in both cases, we're very, very lucky that because our community has been impacted by mental health issues, um, they've seen it and they've been proactive in saying, we want this to be a board goal. So not just a school goal, but a board of ed goal, which is really huge. And as a result of that, it's filtered into what the principals do, what the departments do, what teachers do, what kids do, and now hopefully what parents do. And so it's really, overall, it's it's a community, school community embracing type of uh, activity. And you have to have all the stakeholders involved. Otherwise, it doesn't work.
0: It, you know, it's, it's a paradigm shift that we're seeing with, with the way that, that people are, are seeing all this. And you know, and a lot of times that's lost on those board members—the mm-hmm. business aspect of the schools and, the, and all those things. And uh, you know, you're just uh, you're very fortunate that that that's and you're trendsetting uh, in that aspect. I think that, that you know, from what it sounds like, uh, a lot of other schools are going to be relying on you for your information and what you're doing uh, in order to roll out their programs and similar.
8: And you know, unfortunately, when you have a tragedy or several tragedies, you know, it makes you act. It makes you look critically at what you're doing and are you meeting the needs of your community and that's what it is a school is just a a microcosm of the community Mm -hmm. at large and if you're not meeting the needs of your community you have to act and um you know it's nice to have parents get so involved we've had other tragedies where parents of children that have Taken their life, come back and talk to the middle school kids right. because their child went through our school, yeah. and it does make an impact on the kids. Uh, we brought in speakers such as Mallory's Army. Um, that group came and talked with our kids, and it's raising awareness because there's such a stigma, you know, of, of feeling anxious and feeling overwhelmed and the pressure. And we really are trying to help kids to deal with it themselves. And be able to identify it identify. and then seek for help.
0: Yeah, seek know help. what it is, you know, and that way they can say, okay, I, I might not be okay here. You know, I, I might yeah. need to talk to the people that they telling me that I might need to talk to, or and, find that, or, or a friend, or yeah. whoever.
1: Find that thing that is going to soothe you, soothe your mind. What is it? You know, Brian and I run. You know that that really helps us sometimes <laughs> relax or you know get through things. And what is it for them? But. You know, I just hate to see a school have to wait until a tragedy or a community or, you know, to be, you know, to act. I want us to be proactive, and I think that's exactly what you're doing. And, you know, we super appreciate all of the efforts that you're making, and I think this is really a ripple effect. And uh, hopefully we're giving you that voice as well that that more people are going to hear about what you're doing. I taught for 15 years. I would have loved it. I had two days of professional development. I'm going to throw this out here to our Mm -hmm. listeners. Now two days where they brought people in and said, these are best practices. Here's a, here's a psychologist. Here's a great speaker. Here's a yoga instructor. Here's a mindfulness. Here's a blah, 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 because it, it empowers us as teachers. And then we get excited to implement some of these things with our kids, as opposed to just, here's a book or here's a, what you're going to do and be lectured at. It's, That's really powerful. You never forget how other people make you feel, we say. But you forget words, but not
8: that feeling. What we tried to do on those days was was, um, let the people that are helping kids understand that they're also in that same type of situation. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't feel equipped to be able to help a child, at least you can see some signs and then send them to special services or send them to a counselor or whatever the case may be. Um, so it really was a, a great two days, and it was pretty groundbreaking, I'd have to say, because it was all focused not on curriculum but really on wellness and resiliency, and, and that's uh, you have to start there at the teacher level.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, we appreciate your time, Joanne, and uh, and we uh, hope to spread this message for you. And uh, okay. whatever you need from us, please be sure to let us know. And uh, It's
9: a
8: great conference. We're yeah. enjoying it. Good. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Yet another fantastic educator changing the world changing lives and Brian is actually sitting
0: here holding a dog I'm holding a dog
1: It's fantastic You're actually I'm holding
0: Goober You are holding the a close Goofy goober. Goofy, goofy Goober <laughs> And who, is, uh, who, who brings us Goofy Goober today?
10: My name is Tricia Baker, and I come from an organization called Attitudes in Reverse, or AIR. Mental illnesses like AIR, just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. It's all around us. Okay. And we go into schools, and we educate young people about good mental health and suicide prevention, and dogs are a part of every single one of our programs.
0: It's very interesting. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've had the dogs, uh, you know, the, the therapy dogs, I suppose. Is that, is that official? Or do they? they
10: are all certified therapy dogs, yes.
0: Okay. So, and, and right off of where we are doing our, our podcasting for the day, um, the dogs have been up here twice during the day, during the convention. And, uh, you know, people can come up and pet them and everything. And who doesn't feel good when there's a dog around?
10: Well, there's actually research that shows when you interact with a dog, it releases oxytocin, which is the relationship hormone. It releases serotonin and dopamine, which are good de-stressing brain chemicals. And it also lowers your cortisol level, which is your stress Mm -hmm. hormone. And what I think is really cool when you interact with your personal dog it also releases your dog's or lowers your dog's cortisol level. So it's this symbiotic relationship that we've developed with them through domestication. Wow. So, right. so tell us what you're doing here at New Jersey Aford. Well, my hope is to meet young teachers who are interested in bringing mental wellness to their schools. We have uh, educated over 90,000 students across New Jersey so far. Uh, we've been educating students for 10 years. And what we find is that mental health and suicide prevention are tough topics sometimes mm-hmm. for teachers to address. So we come in. We have about a 60- to 90-minute program, and we address it We're upfront, No stigma, no shame. And then teachers find that it's easier for them after our presentation that they can follow up. And what we have found with the dogs is that the retention rate for the program is actually much longer because you know, it's a tough topic to hear, but when they associate it with the interaction with the dogs, they will remember it longer. The other thing that the dogs do is sometimes a student might become triggered by the presentation because it is a tough topic mm-hmm. to talk about. And uh, we were in one school where a young girl, after she heard our talk, she became very upset, but she refused to talk to a counselor well, she sat down with Goober for less than five minutes, and in that time frame, she stopped crying, and then she got up and she walked away with the counselor. So just the, the magic of the interacting with the dog just helps them so much.
0: It's, it, it really is amazing, I, and I'm, I'm holding Goober, and, he, and he's, a, he's a very good boy. What kind of dog is he?
10: Goober is a very large Pomeranian. Okay. He's uh, just under 14 pounds, and American Poms should not be more than 7 but I actually like him a little bigger because he goes into schools and he's a little sturdier with, with students. Uh-huh. And uh, he's wonderful with young people. He gives little teeny tiny kisses. Um, and then he will roll over for belly rubs. <laughs> and it just makes people smile.
1: And that's what it's about. Yeah. I I always think when you bring something in that's different, that's not the norm in a school. It, it's so It's so... I was. I've been saying this all day. There's things that are just so simple that we mm-hmm. just overlook. I agree. Like taking a moment and pet the dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> pet the dog. Take a deep breath. I mean, these are very mindful, right. you know, movements that we're doing. I would. I always say I have this thing. If if I ever have flowers in my house, if say a birthday or a you know any anniversary. I will always stop for a moment and smell the roses. Always, whether it's, you know, before I'm leaving the house or coming home. But it's those little things that, I mean, take you from a high stress environment to, you know what, maybe I can deal with this. Maybe I can. And I just think, too, with, you know, with the dogs that they are remembering you, you do associate you know, feelings or how I felt. Oh yes. I remember the dog care. I remember this. And that's such a powerful tool to use. So what have you, what else have you seen, um, going into the schools? What, what exactly, I mean, maybe you could walk us through a little bit of exactly what goes on, um, in your presentations.
10: So we present what mental health disorders are and we talk about what they're not because there's a great misunderstanding about mental health disorders. We talk about statistics: how one in five of all young people are affected, but less than 33 percent of those affected will actually receive treatment. Uh, we really want to get young people understand, and schools to understand that the average time period in this country between the onset of an illness, a mental illness, and then first diagnosis, first time seeing a doctor for that illness, is 10 years. Wow! Can you imagine living with cancer? or heart disease, or some other life-threatening or debilitating illness for that long Amazing. and never you receiving may not. treatment. You, you may, may not, not live 10 years. That's exactly what the point is we mm-hmm. want to get across. So when we go into schools, we give young people permission to ask for help. We also want to arm those friends who might see something in someone else. We want to arm them with the tools so that they recognize signs and symptoms in a friend. We also do a, a survey, a very brief survey during the presentation. We get anywhere from a 6 to 17% response rate of either a student self-identifying that they want to talk to a counselor or that they're referring a friend that they're concerned about. So, and it's a large number. When you're talking a, about humans. Yeah. so That means 17%. It was actually an eighth grade class of that entire eighth grade class was concerned for themselves or for a friend and needed to talk to a counselor. Whoa. It's, it's And 17% goes along with the CDC um, rate of 17% of all teens today have suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. And that's why we really we have to talk to students younger and younger. That's why we rolled out a program for elementary students. And I don't talk about suicide in that program. Right. But we talk about mental wellness. We talk about how the brain is an organ. Sometimes organs get sick. But there's, there's ways that we can, steps we can take to help them have healthier brains. And one of those things is having a dog in your life, right? <laughs> or but, in your lap. In your lap. But just exercise, having a healthy body helps you have overall health, a healthier brain. Sleep. I really feel our children are not sleeping enough. That's mm-hmm. one of the questions I talk to kids about. I ask the question, who gets eight hours or more sleep every night? And they should be getting, you know. Absolute.
0: more than that. More
10: than that. Yeah. And I'll get maybe one or two hands up, and then everybody laughs at them. And then I ask the question, who gets five or less?, and at least half of all the students I've talked to are getting five or less hours every single night. How do you function Well, even. they're not. Yeah. That's the problem. And that's why their brains are not developing properly. Your brain develops until age 25 mm-hmm. and their brain develops while they're sleeping. So if they're not sleeping enough, they're actually cheating their brain out of proper growth and development. I've you at, at
0: thought about this. At what point is that not a conversation to have with the kids anymore, though? Right? Right.
10: It's hard to get the parents right. to come to listen. It's so hard. I know I I lost my son to suicide. Okay. I always say this is an advocacy that picks you, you don't pick it. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand how hard it is to say my child has a mental health issue. You know, as parents, we don't want to talk about those things. We want to talk about, you know, the scholarships they win, going to Europe with the band. We want to talk about honor roll or the yeah. sports accomplishments. We don't want to say my kid has a mental health disorder. So it's really hard. So when we have presentations to parents, you really don't get a lot of parents showing up. But that's the missing piece. The mm-hmm. teachers are getting it because the teachers are seeing their students struggle and the teachers want to help. Um, you know, as I said, and the the young people they want to help each other as well. But we have to get more and more parents involved, and that's that's been really tough to get them to understand that.
1: I think it's tough too. Even when I was teaching, we would spend. I remember when the parents came in for back to school night. The the parents who did come in, yeah. I would say, you know, I here's who I am, and and I, you know, I, I'm going to love your kids as much as as you know as you as much as I can. I said, but I need you to help me help them. I said, you've been with them your whole life. I said, but for the next six months, eight months, I'm going to be with them more than you're with them. Exactly. And I'm going to see things and we need to have these open conversations because, you know, listen, I'm going to see Susie for 80 minutes, five days a week, just me for the next, I said, how do you have 80 minutes with your kid? And then I said, so help us out here. And right. that's just a powerful thing you just said, that things pick you sometimes. Yeah. I think many of us in uh, you know in this world that are educators that want to change and want to affect great change yeah. have been picked. Right. I think we all have, you know, some of us are lucky enough. I think right. I'm going to say this to you. You, you have a gift. Yeah. And unfortunately... That was your gift. My son was
10: my gift. It's a gift. And I always say I also had a gift knowing that he had an illness because we had the opportunity for three years to help him find wellness. And unfortunately, we did run out of time. But it was a gift because I did not ever take his life for granted. I Every day started with Kenny. I love you. Every day Mm -hmm. ended with Kenny. I love you. Every phone conversation ended with Kenny. I love you. Right. So I was able to take those opportunities. He knew he was well loved. And, um, and I'm also grateful his last words to me were mom. I love you too. Yeah. You know, some parents, unfortunately they lose a child to suicide. They don't have that gift of knowledge of knowing that their child was struggling with something Mm -hmm. and they didn't have the opportunity to help them find wellness, you, you know, and, um, and i do believe that what we're doing talking to kids this is what kenny would want us to do because mm-hmm. he had a really kind heart he really was a good good person
1: well thank you it's for such a story. identifying well, your you. gift thank you for and, and
0: for, for opening and up to it. us uh, about it you know obviously it's um the, you know it's, it's it's just a a, a passion of, of you know a labor of passion for you and um you know just spreading your message is uh, is something that we're grateful to have you well, on you. to do and uh, I appreciate you letting me spend some time with uh, with the doggy here. He's, this is awesome. Can
1: you just do us a favor? Tell can us um, how schools can go about finding you and bringing okay. you in.
10: You can reach us through our website. We are air.ngo, that's non-government organization. And I also ask people to have a little bit of patience. We're a really small organization, but we're lean and mean. Um, and uh, we have a powerful message. But, yeah, they can reach out to air.ngo. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank All you for right. the opportunity of sharing. Our
0: pleasure. All right.
1: Again, more rock star educators, mover shakers at the 101st Aford Convention. And uh, – Todd, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. We were just having a great conversation about podcasting, okay. by
11: the way. Yes, and everybody, uh, if you don't have one, you should start one.
0: There you go. <laughs> here, here. There you That's go. That's what we did. You know, we're we're a uh, hundred and almost well, fifty episodes down the line here. We got uh, you know, everybody from uh, you know famous fitness trainers uh, to our to the people that are teaching our youth. Yeah,
1: to inspirational story. It's crazy. Um, so we were just talking that. Really, the podcast is to give people a voice. And, you know, why we're here at Aford is to give, you know, everyone a voice. Why are you here? What do you do? Um, you know, we work a lot, our podcast, many people are adults that listen to this. But you all are here, educators, being in, you know, your hands in the, palm, the educational world, because we've got to lay the foundation with kids. So this is a, you know, kind of near and dear to our hearts to, to be here and be able to give a voice to the teachers and uh it's i think it's important to for everybody so where where are you uh
11: where are you from so um we teach in uh, little lake harbor township new jersey which is um in southern ocean county so i teach at the george mitchell school and amy teaches at what's called frog pond elementary
1: okay so
12: i teach grades three through six and he's kindergarten first second and third first second frog pond
1: elementary i love that name by the way that's the best
11: (laughs) It's actually on Frog Pond Road. That's
0: and where and do they? Do they and where do they go? Where, what What high school would they go to? Out of the they go to Pinelands Regional. In the Pinelands. Yeah. Okay. We just had on um, uh, our friend from uh, Trident. Um, Mar- uh, yeah. Oh wait,
11: I know him. Um, oh Carolyn Card. No, the other person that was working with. Him. Paul Hafner. Yeah,
0: down there in West Creek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> West Creek, right? Yep. <laughs> That's funny. That yeah, I know where that is. Try to fitness. Yeah. yeah. So close to where you guys are down
12: there. Well, the other phys ed teacher that was just with us teaches in Eagleswood, which is West Creek. Which so is that that
0: location. Yeah, right, right, All right across the street from there. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, so uh, wh- how's the convention been for you so far? Great. You're just here, uh, you're the here to learn?
11: session was great. You know, one of the reasons why we get to come here every year is just to get new ideas and activities to, you know, bring back to our kids. Um, you know, a lot of times school districts have professional development opportunity days and they often forget about health and phys ed. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I know that math and reading is important and, you know, I don't doubt that. But uh, I always say, too, if you're not healthy enough, you can't enjoy the fact of you know how to read and write if you're not healthy and you're here. You know? right.
0: we, we've said it. I've said it even before today. There's nothing that's more important to anyone than their health. Yeah, right. Right. Without it, we don't have a thing. Right. And And, you know, we rely on. Health and PE teachers to teach our children what we can't teach them, or, or, you know, I know my kids, they listen to other people a little bit better than they do to right. me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Come on, Dad. You know, and, and those are the and, the, and you know, and you guys are the, are on the forefront of that.
11: Yeah. So, I mean, it's been great. Um, we got a lot of good activities this morning. Um, I know there was a couple in the session we wanted to get through this afternoon, um, but anything that we can bring back and add new. Uh, is a major plus to us, so we get to come a couple of days. Our school district is super supportive; they send the entire team, which is great. There's five of us that are here, so awesome. that's nice that they're willing to send us out for a couple of days. And Amy's also presenting as well.
12: We're presenting on Wednesday on a um, uh, mindfulness made easy. Which once we looked at the schedule, we're like, there's a lot of mindfulness, which is like. Fantastic, but um, we do mindfulness in the gym and it's hopefully carrying over into the classrooms more. But we're presenting on Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock.
0: Give us a quick breakdown. Yeah, How's it so. work?
12: Uh, we're just talking about different apps that they use, you know, social media, um, the Calm app, and we were, were grant recipients from the NG um, New Jersey Aford So we brought our yoga mats and we're just going to like just show it how it, you know last five minutes of class the kids know okay it's mindfulness time they go right to their spots they they settle themselves um so we're just going to show different apps that we use and just different techniques that we use in the gym and it gets the kids settled again then to go back into the general population with their regular teacher and get some focus so we we
11: uh copied off of them when they started doing it earlier in the year we decided to do it we have the kindergarten first and second graders which eventually will become her students uh, the next couple years so uh we have that in place now for them so they'll be ready when they go over there as well, and it is really amazing when you put on some calm yoga music <laughs> and you tell them to go lay down, uh, just five minutes or two minutes, whatever it is, just to relax, take deep breaths, and they leave the gym, even though they've been on a high for thirty minutes of going crazy, basically controlled chaos. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, that they can then, but it's important to be able to settle yourself in other s- certain situations if you're angry or whatnot, being able to take a deep breath, relax, get my emotions under control here, and. Uh, it, so.
0: it, it always seems that it's lost, to me, it, it seems that it's lost on, you know, the other educators in the building that these are things that enhance learning, mm-hmm. right? The movement, the relaxation, and all of these things that we've heard over and over again from everybody that's, that's been on the microphones today is that, you know, awareness and, and, and you know, teaching these, these signs and signals of, the, okay, I am anxious, I need to relax, right? These things are available to me that, that these are actually tools that enhance learning, Right. And lifetime, lifetime skills. Right, right. So is that something that, um, you know, you have to not not twist anybody's arm, but is that something that you have to be reminding of, um, you know, whether it's admins or?
11: I think that we have to continue, especially in phys ed, we have to continue to make ourselves valuable. And and when you implement those types of things and they see that, um, it makes your program, uh, I I guess want to say valuable again, but really important to the school. Right. And they see that so that if they were ever going to cut. You know, when they look at budget cuts and they mm-hmm. look to cut special area teachers, that they may think twice because of the value you bring to the school day and to is, the students. That, that makes g- me angry. Isn't that frustrating? Uh, I, mean, uh, you know, I just got angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's.
12: It is frustrating. Like, you know, we can have a school wide assembly and I can get up there and be like, "Okay, give me five, four, three, and then the, the entire seven hundred student, you know, seven hundred students will quiet down because it's what we do in the gym. Then can carry out. Into the classroom and into the, you know, you're looking at 700 students being able to settle themselves. It's 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 awesome. It's and powerful. We know what we do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we yeah. And that's the point. Do. And you know what? And 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 it's and you're in very good company because we hear that as well. We are aware of what we're doing right. in the school. So
1: hey, world. Hats right off. Now I'm going to talk to our <laughs> listeners out there because I'm, I'm angry. So here's the deal. As someone who was a teacher, and I get it. In English and math and science, yes, we've got standards and we have to meet these standards. And if not, you know, things come down on the teachers, they come down on the districts, you know, we get in trouble, whatever quote unquote trouble means. But just because maybe there isn't the same, you know, grading rubric for physical education doesn't make it any less important. And... Like you're saying, you know, we have to make sure that people see us as valuable. That in and of itself needs to change Mm. because again, the health and the mental, you know, awareness and whatnot, many many students when they look back at the most, you know, memorable teachers or people they remember, because we don't remember I don't remember what my, you know, math teacher said in eighth grade, but I sure as hell remember what my coach said. In eighth grade and what I did in, in right. PE right. on X amount of – I remember that. And you don't have to love you know, every moment of every class, whatever it is. Even phys ed, you don't have to love every moment. But there should be – you should be walking away with a positive mindset or feeling good. And that is what's gonna take you through the rest of your life. Here's a great
12: example. Last week we did parachute and it was like as soon as a teacher saw the parachute, they're like, Oh parachute, I remember that you right. know, doing that in Phys Ed when I was a kid. You know, just pulling on those little the memories and okay, we're making memories. The for connections, these kids. the time yeah. and
0: place. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, a, you know, a, a good song will make you do that. There's just oh, a, right. like, yeah, like it you know, takes it's, you just, back. it's emotions, though. It's emotions. And, you know, and, and, and every single emoji that we have right now, you know, is just a word that we've used. And, it, you know, we put a picture to it now that describes a feeling and something how we feel. And and these kids don't really understand that they, you know, that you, you have, they have to learn that. They have to be, you know, to be taught that. Smile as a camera over here. <laughs> um, and. You know, they, they just see that for what it is, is, which is an emoji. Right. You know, but it's like that's a feeling more than it is a word, you know, than anything. And, uh, you know, if you guys can really drive that home and, and uh, what you're doing, um, you know, and it's been, like I said, a theme of this whole conference mm-hmm. has been, you know, we're just we're just really feeling that all the way through. So yeah, That's great. Well, fantastic. thanks so much for having us on.
12: Thank uh, you so much. Keep you. doing what you're doing we and uh, keep and changing too.
11: those lives. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you.
4: A lot
1: and we're back, and we have a very special guest, and we're super excited. He was phenomenal last year this at is our an 100th. Encore,
0: encore performance.
4: It
1: is oh, at yeah. the 101st. Brad, how you doing? Doing very well. Excited for the 101st Afford Convention 2020. I love it. So last year you were super excited. What has gone on in this last year, Brad? Well, in the past year, I. Completed my
4: 100-hour and full-time student teaching at the Ocean Township Intermediate School. Mr. John Pesca, health p-teacher at OTIS. I also completed my undergraduate career at Monmouth University with Dr. Stacy Drusen and Jeremy Lachman. And, of course, Professor Judy Lobianco who's now the NJ for manager. <laughs>
0: That's right. Shout-out to Judy. Shout-out to Monmouth. Shout-out to Ocean Township. Shout You're out. from there, right? Now, is that yes, s-
4: I am from Ocean Township. Lifelong residence and... Ocean High graduate class 2013 If you're attending the Tuesday session I'll be co-presenting Double Dutch for Life with high school PE teachers Coach Ken Hoff and Mr. Jeff Suarez, which were the men and the Teachers who got me started with the whole health PE thing In the first place as we Did Double Dutch for Life in the 2013 Convention and after seeing how cool this convention was, I was like, this is what I want to do as a career. And then I stuck with it ever since.
0: <laughs> so cool. That's fantastic. All right. So, Let's get serious here. Uh, yeah. All right. You, uh, yeah. You've gra- you've graduated. You've done your 100 hours. You're, you know, You're here. Now what?
4: The next step is, for the time being, I'm continuing substitute teaching, and eventually I will... Be full-time employed somewhere. It depends on what jobs we get. I'm now looking on doing the elementary tracks. I think that's a better fit for me.
0: Good. You got the resumes out? You are ready to rumble?
4: We'll be working on that shortly.
0: <laughs> All right. Good. Good. What else is cracking? Uh, how's life?
4: Life is good. <laughs> I took two months sabbatical after I finished my college career and did some interesting things, like going to the Atlantic City and Philadelphia car shows. And, Atlantic- and for those of you who follow me on Facebook for Atlantic City, we set a new record on pictures with eighty-five pictures from the car show. So many, I had to do it in two posts. And I'm sure after this year's peak convention, there'll be plenty of interesting pictures from both the phone and the professional photographer. So stay tuned.
0: Well, we're going to post for a couple after this interview's done here. Tell, I'm sure of tell that. everyone what's your what's your Facebook to follow you. What's your social media?
4: My Facebook name is Brad David C. We can't use your last name. The teacher field who got kids out of there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tactical, smart, man. tactical move there, Brad. Oh, yeah. Alright, well listen, you keep moving, all right. We love everything that you're doing. You're very excited. Uh you know, we're excited to have you back on and uh you were definitely a highlight of last year and we'll make it uh you're definitely a highlight of this year. We love it, man. Cool, sounds good. Hey, Brad, let me ask you a question though, before you go. Yeah. When's your podcast coming out?
4: My podcast, yeah, yeah. I guess I should. I guess I should
0: start making podcasts. You need to work on that. I think you know you got a talent here, bro. Oh,
4: it'll be interesting. I'm always constantly on the run, so I don't always get a chance to get in the computer and do it
0: All right, all right. We'll, we'll help you out. We'll don't help you worry. out. Let's make it happen. Okay. Keep all changing right. lives, Brad. Oh, Thank you, yeah.
1: Brad. And we're back again with. More amazing educators at the 101st New Jersey
13: Aford, And uh, tell us who you are. What are you doing here? I'm Tara Cooper and I'm here with Dove. Oops. I'm Tara Cooper and I'm here with the Dove Self Esteem Project. It's a free uh, body image curriculum that includes social media, positive self esteem, building um, a positive body image, a great program. Everything's free online and there's no strings attached to that. But especially with the social-emotional learning that districts are pushing this year, it's a really good program to have.
0: This is funny. We put Tara on the spot here. See, Tara's a friend of mine, and Tara's a listener of the show. Tara's, Tara is a fan Love of Two Fit Crazies. So one day I'm running down the beach. So I'm <laughs> running on the boardwalk, right? It's about 5.30 in the morning, maybe oh, 6. Probably earlier Yeah, then. it's like early. Wow. And I'm running one way, and I see Tara running the other way. And she says to me, I'm listening to your show right now. I see she's got the headphones on and uh yeah no no no. it was pretty I was like yeah that's right you know just me here in Spring Lake New Jersey mm-hmm. and uh we got a we got a listener on the boards here that's so funny
1: yeah it's better than she yelled like
0: fit crazy <laughs> like I hear sometimes I'm like hey fit crazy I'm all like, the time that thing? <laughs> <laughs> but she's getting it in right she's getting her workout in because she's a mom right two beautiful kids yeah. and she's a trainer she's all, so so let's break it down Tara You are not only here with Dove Self-Esteem Program, Mm -hmm. but you're a PE teacher. Yes. Where? In Wall. Wall Township, New Jersey.
13: Yeah.
0: The middle school. And you are also a trainer. Yes. Right? In the gyms?
13: Started with corporate fitness and then kind of went into health and phys ed and then, you know, still teach classes and kind of a little bit of everywhere. But the Dove Program has been a nice addition to the resume.
0: Cool. (laughs) All right. So tell us about it. How does it work?
13: So it's online, What you get. There's a teacher version. Um, then there's a student uh, PowerPoint as well as the different worksheets and assessments that you can do. Very interactive. There's a bunch of video clips, one minute long, but very powerful. Um, good for males and females. They gear it towards middle school, but it's really high school as well and even higher elementary because the kids get it. They're on social media 24-7 Constantly, and this is stuff that they know. The nice thing about it, there's no reteaching. It's not like you have summer vacation; you have to reteach the math you learned in June. Stuff they see every day, even just being nice and respecting one another. It's programs that schools need more of, for sure.
0: All right, yeah, it's you know, it's it's been the theme. Of Mm -hmm. this conference, last year we sat down and it was all SEL, and and, you know, and it still is that SEL, and and it's still you know the buzzwords and all that and and all that. But really, the uh, theme of of this year has been like overall wellness and Mm -hmm. doing like those the the health. It is not just about the movement and the nutrition and you know and the exercise aspect of of all. It's really true health, which is inside Mm -hmm. and how you're feeling and really how you're thinking.
13: And it's not just the health classes, too. I actually did a workshop with my colleagues recently and how they could put it into their classroom. They're going to get ready across the curriculum. You know, it's interdisciplinary learning. It's meeting all the needs of different diverse learners. So it's something that your whole school or district can get on board with and everyone can work together.
0: Right and it's dove dove soaps, so uh you know it's got it's got national backing it's a it's a program that uh that you know is is um, is put out by a big company so it's uh it's cool that they care enough to do something like this for the kids, yes definitely. So, how do we get involved
1: as schools in this? What do we do? What are the steps? When the
13: teachers come to us, they just fill out their reach form. We give them the USB with the updated lessons. Um, and then it's kind of go from there. It's the teach the teacher. That's kind of how we work right now. And then they can teach the students. But, you know, I give them my card too. They can always reach out to me, um, Tara.dsep at gmail.com, if anyone has any interest. And I can walk them through or give them ideas of how to do their lesson.
0: And then and then if they're not here at the convention and they're just listening to this, um, there's their websites or... Uh, Everything's
13: available on the Dove website. If okay. you go on the top bar, there's the Dove Self-Esteem Project. Scroll down to the teacher portion and all your stuff will be there that you need.
0: Really cool. Yeah.
13: That's awesome. Thanks, Tara. Thank you. I wanted to talk to you guys last year, but someone decided to make an early arrival. Oh, tell
0: arrival. that story. <laughs> tell that story. So
13: my son is N.J. Aford Baby 2019. Oh. Um, I set up my table. I was really excited here last sun- last year on Sunday, and then at 3 a.m. my water broke, and there I went to Monmouth Medical, and N.J. Aford Baby 2019 was born. So
0: you were actually <laughs> in staying here? Oh, yeah. You actually,
13: were- Ocean Place Resort um, sent me a card a couple weeks later with all the staff signed it, and I got a comp room for one night because I didn't get really get to spend my night here and me and my husband actually used it a couple weeks ago <laughs> nice <laughs> that's so awesome so, yeah. so tonight sleeping in my own bed with no water breaking was kind of nice i say <laughs> it's good, it's good beautiful well happy
0: birthday to the lad <laughs> thank you and uh, you know it, it'll be easy because last year was the 100th anniversary yes. of uh, uh, of the convention and now you'll just be able to keep track of your yeah, son's birthday easy. based on <laughs> the years of the of the uh, New Jersey <laughs> AFord uh, convention myself. awesome right. Tara, thanks so much. Thanks, Keep guys. listening. All yep. right, I'll see you oh, out I on will. the boardwalk. Keep it up, guys.
13: Bye. Thanks.
1: And we're back, 101st New Jersey A Convention, and uh, we got another amazing uh, educator that just stopped by our table, and uh, I think he got a little story for us as well. So, what's your name? Where are you from? What are you doing?
14: I'm uh, Ian Newman. I'm from Hamilton, New Jersey. I go to school at Montclair State University. So, these
0: are, these are the best kind. This is a future
14: educator. Future educator. Yeah. All right. yep. I'm actually the uh, Montclair State representative for uh, NJA for, for our school. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You know, we
0: see, uh, we see a lot of, at the conference, we see a lot of representation from the schools. So, uh, the New Jersey schools that are, you know, producing our future educators in the field. Um, so, tell us what is your role here? What do you do as the uh, representative?
14: So I'm going to be going to like meetings annually, doing things for like the dayford to kind of encourage more students to come out from colleges to kind of like grow our development and have more professional development days and things like that. We actually have uh, every year, I believe it's in November, we have our uh, future professional development day where kids get to come in and talk to other teachers and they have like, go through like little sessions like here, pretty much, but just for college students. Yeah. So I'm being very involved in that, help plan that kind of thing like that.
0: Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So now you've been sent to us yes. uh, by our very good friend J Lo, Miss Judy Lobianco. the uh,
1: manager of this entire game. Yeah, the exactly, one who yeah.
0: puts on this whole show. It's her party. We're just uh, you know just living We're in it. Here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's going on? You got her name tag here. Yep. You got her Montclair State University ID card. I
14: did. I got it.
0: How did you end up with that? Are you going to be in arrested? <laughs> what did, you, did you? I hope not.
14: <laughs> so um, last uh, semester we had a uh, like an event day for um, NJ Aford came to our school to talk to us about like how to get more involved, encourage kids to come out more to these events because they've been having a little small like, lack of students mm-hmm. coming. So I actually I showed up five minutes late with my bagel and coffee in hand sat down. It happens. Yeah. And the first thing she asked as soon as I sat down was who wants to be the next president of NJ Aford or Shape America? And out of, like, 30 students, nobody raised their hand, so I was like, why not? So I just put my (laughs) hand in the air, and she, you know, her energetic self just hopped up and was like, oh, come on down, what's your name? And I came running down, I said, I'm Ian Newman. She goes, oh, this is great. She goes, well, I have a special guest for you, a special present for you. She goes, here is my name tag. She took it right off her shirt, handed it to me. This is her Shape America ID badge. She's like, here you are. She goes, I also have another gift for you. And she pulled out of her pocket her her, uh, Montclair State ID handed it right to me. She goes, now I hope that one day when you become president, you can go up there and show these two things and say that this past president gave it to me and gave me the inspiration to come be president for NJ Edford.
0: You're part of a legacy, man. Yeah. That's really cool. No, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, very cool. cool. Yeah. So, so, you know, the early bird may get the worm, but exactly. uh, what do we say? <laughs> the second mouse gets the cheese. You walk in with your uh, coffee and your bagel, exactly. you know, a little bit late and uh, no one wants to step up.
14: Exactly. Here you are. I took the advantage and I, you know, got it.
0: What, uh, what year are you in school right now?
14: I'm a senior right now, so okay. I have one more year left. I okay. start student teaching in the fall. so I'm not sure where I'm going yet, but it's, uh, at the end of the semester, they tell us. Good, okay, your yeah. assignment. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah, it's yeah, very awesome. good. Yeah. Are you
0: an athlete? Uh, what's, uh, what's your background? I played
14: soccer my whole life. I just do work like, workout now and do men's league soccer. I'm going to actually coach soccer soon this semester for a uh, little league. So very tomorrow. cool. So, yeah. All awesome. like right.
0: Well, good. Well, glad uh, glad you came on and uh you know, we're happy to have you here and uh, good luck in all your future endeavors. Thank you. And uh here we go. Yeah. Thank all you. Right. Good.
1: And we're back with a three-peat threepeat guest and friend of the show, KJ Fury. How are you? I am
9: great. It's a wonderful day. Yeah. Rugby New Jersey in the house. Yeah.
0: So we uh, we met KJ last year's 100th anniversary. Here we are back at 101 and uh, we've since had KJ on the show, uh, you know, to discuss
9: uh, Rugby New Jersey and all things that are happening there. Uh, so tell us, how's it going? Everything's going great. We just had a session with about 40 people downstairs in the ballroom um, picked up about 25 interested teachers to bring Rookie Rugby 101 to their classrooms. So we're hoping um, they all follow up with our emails and uh, allow us to come in and uh, demonstrate Rookie 101 to the greater group of uh, PE teachers. So um, we're looking forward to it. Cool. How cool. And now what do you, tell us what that involves. So what will happen, um, we have the Rookie 101 curriculum, which is a one, two, and three-day curriculum ready to drop into your lesson plans for elementary, middle, and high school. So our volunteers from North, Central, and South Jersey will set an appointment with you as the PE teacher or your district to either run a session for the teachers or in schools which may only have one phys ed teacher, run a session for a class or two, get them up and running with the curriculum. And uh, then we bring them a bag of rugby balls because that is the one thing they are missing. They generally have cones and flags, but the rugby balls are the missing piece. So we do supply them with balls so they can get their kids up and running.
1: I love the fact that, I mean... We've talked about this on the show before, that rugby, sometimes people just don't understand that there's so much more to it than what meets the eye. And especially with the camaraderie, we talked about, um, you know, really the the kids are out there making their own plays and their decisions, and it's it's very empowering for them. I love the fact that you're getting the kids involved so early. And even though they may not be running crazy plays, (laughs) but... It's great to introduce something that it is. could be so powerful for them in the future. It
12: is.
9: Um, the basic skills, the basic, basics of the game is, you know, pass backwards, run forward. Every child will get a chance to run with the ball. They feel good. They're working on hand-eye coordination, communication, calling out that they're open and available, finding space, and most importantly, moving through a gym class. So that was our goal today, and uh, I think we hit it.
0: Good. Good for you. It was a wonderful you. day. One thing that you did mention on the show the last time that you were on is just how, how everybody on the field, of, you know, in the game of rugby on the team has a specific role and that all sizes can play at the same time on the same field. So if you've got, uh, you know, a diverse uh, size uh, the, within the group, you know, you can really find a home for, for just about everybody.
9: Absolutely. And that runs from our flag programs through our middle school tackle right on through our high school um, tackle programs for boys and girls. So um, there's a spot for everyone. Um, The game is welcoming, and uh, it's a fast-paced, exciting game. So we hope we can uh, certainly uh, heighten the awareness for all. Inclusivity. There you go. That's right. Love it. KJ,
1: thank you so much for stopping by and giving us an update, and we are super excited. We hope Rugby New Jersey really starts to take off even more, and you let us know.
9: Well, thank you. You've been a a great help and support to us, so we do appreciate it. Our pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome.